Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. Say what? The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. It's rising, rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, 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 rising. The Phoenix is rising, rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, is rising, rising, rising. Welcome to our show. This is Om Prakash Gilmore. Been away for a long time, doing other things, doing great things, but here we are once again. Just like everyone else, because after being beat down, censored, silent, and betrayed, you see the voice of freedom still speaks out. So join us as we bring the truth to you on Warrior of Compassion Reflection. The Phoenix is rising. We reflect on our current events not only from a progressive point of view, but a, unim, uh, a humanitarian point of view. In our society, being human religiously and loving and kind to others is often called being a socialist or communist, especially when a country begins to treat all of its citizens with love and compassion. I wonder if you've noticed that. On word of compassion reflections, we reflect on this dilemma and the twisting of words and phrases that actually thwart and block democracy. And we talk about how to break free from them. There are many ways we can do this. When you look down below in our description on our page, you can see an opportunity to change your life through life coaching that breaks you free from the mindsets that trick you the ones that connive and use fancy words created by focus groups to touch you and to pull you in their direction. And there's also a link to minds.com, an alternative to Facebook. Yes, an alternative to Facebook where you won't be blocked. These are just a few things that we are doing. And we hope you will partner with us in some of these things.
this show is dangerous to some people, mainly because it's about reclaiming. It's about reclaiming our power as individuals. It's about reclaiming our power to make the decisions if we receive correct information. It's about reclaiming our power to learn to meditate, to do art, to do religion, to do all of those things that have been taken over by the top 10% of the people or those who serve to carry out their agenda so that we can create the world that we want to see instead of a world that is limited to the vision of 10% of the people who have learned to use words and sentences and images and all of the things necessary in order to manipulate us into going along with them. I can show you right now just a few things that they have done to us in order to make us stay quiet in order to make it so that we can't understand each other. Every word and every phrase that is invented to move us out of their world, out of their mindset, out of their control, is quickly taken over, denigrated, and we feel ashamed of being part of that, so we get drugged back into their old mindset, their worldview that says that this is a dog-eat-dog world and that the only success comes from beating and pounding on others with having a heart so hard, so calloused, so ungodly, and so inhuman that we can't feel empathy for those trodden under the foot of human beings so that that 10% at the top can continue to buy houses all over the country, buy yachts, can continue to hire 40 to 50% of this nation in jobs that won't even allow them to buy a house or rent a two-bedroom apartment without having both people working overtime to make it. The main way that they have been tricking us and binding us and keeping our minds distracted is by the use of language. Whoever we allow to define the language and to define reality rules up the world. It's time for us to break free from those definitions and reclaim the real definitions. I'll give you an example of just a few. One is bleeding heart. A long time ago, during the days when there was an Iroquois nation, a large group of people called the Seneca had this idea. They said that the heart was like a strawberry because it was shaped like a strawberry. And they said to be a human, your heart had to be porous. It had to be nutritional, it had to nourish itself, it had to bleed and keep itself moist so that you could feel empathy with people and the rest of the universe or else your heart would dry and harden like a stone and you would be less than human. During the 60s, what the far right did was they started calling people with bleeding hearts weak, calling people bleeding heart liberals because they felt sympathy and pain for the poor and oppressed. And by doing that, they stopped people from using that term 
so that they could no longer communicate with each other. The same attack happened to the word liberal throughout history, the history of the United States. The liberals have fought for things like the 40-hour work week, two days off, the end of child labor, public education, public housing, everything good in this nation that it was brought about was fought for by liberals and communists. The conservatives have only tried to stop anything from happening, to keep the status quo in position, to keep the 10% at the top and the ones in the middle, in the middle, and the poor and oppressed, poor and oppressed. And so we had this battle between those who want to help everyone and invite people in and those who want to keep things just the way they are and only allow those people to progress whose hearts are hardened, who have sociopathic personalities, who can step on, murder, kill, and do it without feeling any empathy maybe anger and hatred, but not empathy. Not being like God or Christ, but being like what people call the devil. And so the word liberal then became something people didn't want to use. Next, the thing that people were using was the term social justice warriors. And the far right came down on that, started mocking people taking examples of the most violent people who were in the struggles and saying this was what a social justice warrior is so that all the other people would try to distance themselves and say, I'm not that, and not use the term anymore. And now they're going after the term woke. Woke was a term that a lot of African-Americans used and a lot of liberals used and a lot of people who were social justice oriented used when they began to see through the system to see how they manipulated things, how they actually hired people for focus groups and went in back rooms to see what they could say, to draw on the emotions, to pull on the weak spots, to tear at unhealed parts of the person in order to move them in the direction they wanted them to go in. That is what woke meant. But now what the system is doing is trying to make it seem to be something ignorant, something wrong. They are trying to associate it with poor black people, with the racism, with the stereotypes they have created and have placed on black people so that people will distance themselves from that word too. But the truth is that that word is a good word because it conveys the meaning that we want. Bleeding heart is good. Liberal is good. Social justice warrior is good. And as long as we hold on to the words that we create and we frame them ourselves, we regain the power that has been stolen away from us year after year, decade after decade, and century after century. It is time for we, the people, to begin to create the ways of communicating that we want. 
and to uphold our vision of what country, what world we want, and to keep holding it and moving towards it by using our energies, not in order to build fortunes for someone else or not to play the hunger game where we are running and fighting and striving for just enough to survive in a world of abundance with warehouses full of that abundance. It is time for us to come together and to reclaim our power to create because that one thing, that one power is the only thing that makes us different from rocks and stones and animals and beasts. The power to visualize in our head and through the work of our hearts and hands alone or together to create the world we want. That power has been stolen by a few people. And that theft has been supported by people who have taken on their worldview whose hearts are hardened and who have separated themselves from the whole whose roots are dead three times because they are no longer connected to God, to divinity, to nature. They're like floating trees that bear no fruit as they are biblically described. For those of us who have been disconnected through trickery, it's time to connect again. With all of these words and all of these phrases and all of the things I talked about that have been demeaned throughout history, these are the words, these are the ideas, these are the thoughts that will reconnect us That is why they work so hard to prevent us from using them. And so I guess my conclusion to all of this is that we need to reclaim and use all of those words. We need to look at the original definitions and apply them. And we used to We need to use the correct words when we are describing people who will hate a person because of their sexual orientation, hate a person because of their religion, hate a person because of their nationality, hate a person because of their sexual orientation, hate a person because of their race, hate a person because of their class. We need to begin to call them what they are and stop being polite. There are many terms for what they are, but I think one term is the destroyers of humanity and the earth. A long time ago that might have seen extreme saying they were destroyers of the earth. So I might take that back. The destroyers of much of the life on Earth. Because when we look at the environment now, the global warming that's taking place 
and the fact that people refuse to do anything about it, the one with the money and power to do it, until 20 or 30 or 40 years in the future when it's too late, we realize that in actuality, in the concrete world, these people are destroyers. They are what is known as the abomination of desolation in biblical terms because they wipe out cities, states, communities, and thousands of species each day for the sake of their greed and because they hate anything that reminds them of the part that they had to give up to get where they wanted to do. In other words, they hate love, they hate beauty, tranquility, God, because they have given all that up to material possessions. And that's where we find ourselves. Living in a world of tricksters. And anyone who is greedy enough or who hates themselves enough to go out and sell out to get material things because they think those material things will give them worth. Any person like that can quickly and easily become an asset, drive us into the darkness. My question is, do you want to be driven into the darkness? Or do you want to reclaim who you are, a being of hope and light and love? Do you want to reclaim reality or live in a worldview that is toxic? Because right now, this world is ruled by a group of people, the majority of them ruling it anyway. It's never everyone. A group that is toxic to everything that they touch. in a world where the toxic can rise quite easily. There's a big controversy going on right now about Joe Rogan on his talk show because he made all kinds of racist comments. He's been lying or having people on the show lying about taking vaccines and giving medical advice that is false, proven wrong, but he has 11 million followers. 
because they all want to hear the hatred. They want their worldview reinforced. They want their self-esteem that comes from hating each other, uh, hating other people and pressing them down to be reinforced because they don't want to do the hard work of looking deep inside, taking the responsibility for where they are right now. But until people can take responsibility for where they are right now, they'll never be able to truly move ahead. As they do that, others struggle to provide things on YouTube channels and the radio podcasts. And the funny thing is that all it would take would to give up one's soul to lie, to say horrible things, to twist reality with a selfishness that is greater than what was described as Satan a long time ago. And those people with warped and twisted minds would fondling. Instead, we offer opportunities. If you visit our website at nextstepcoaching.mysite.com, you can learn a lot about those opportunities that can help you set yourself free. You can get a copy of our new book, The Journal of the Seeker, which is a book that goes into deep spirituality, the reality of our being, our missions in life, what everything is all about, the last book you would probably need when it comes to spirituality. You can learn about our life coaching sessions, And you can learn to be free from an oppressive worldview that tells you you're not good enough. You won't be good enough until you do what that group of people wants you to do. You won't look good until you look pleasing to that group. And you won't be a good, confident, strong person until you can beat, kill, torture, and hurt others and not really feel it. The choice is ours. It always has been ours. Question is, do you want to be woke or awake or do you want to keep pretending as though you're asleep because if you are listening to my words you know very well you don't have to tell anybody you don't have to share it but you know deep in your heart that everything that I'm saying is true because everybody knows it. And if when you hear it, something inside of you stirs and all kinds of ideas and thoughts rise in your mind, fighting the idea, saying you don't want to hear it, saying you don't trust it, counteracting what's being heard, that's a sign too. 
a sign that you want to resist it. Because you know that it's true. And it's going to change your life. Sometimes it's more comfortable to live in a horrible situation and to learn to survive and strive and maybe even overcome in that situation than it is to be picked up and dropped into something huge. The problem is, though, that that feeling that you get when you're picked up and dropped into something new where you don't know quite what is going on, you have to search and you have to look and there's a bit of curiosity and just a little edge of fear. That experience, the one that we learn to not want, to think of as being uncomfortable, that experience in life and that experience is what you've really been starving for hungry for searching for do you want to live if you want to live you have to let go of the foolishness Let go of the pain, let go of the hatred and suffering, enter into life, life more abundantly, and the only way that you can do that by living in truth, because deep inside, you are woke. So thanks for being with us. Every once in a while, we will be putting up video broadcasts. You can follow us and subscribe to this channel if you like so you know when we do it. We don't do it as regularly as before because we are endeavoring to do other things now and we have changed our subscription due to the cost here we're not one of the people who cater to the billionaires who are psychotic and who want to create a world of robotic human beings enslaved by their economic circumstances and constantly used as poems or entertainment as one group is used to fight against the other like cannon fodder as they just watch and as they just laugh and pick and choose which person they will use next and give a little bit more to somewhat like a person who's raising cattle or sheep or maybe racehorses, treating the one that can be used the most better 
till it dies. The reduction of the human being to a baser animal is the desire of those who consider themselves superior and above the rest of humanity. And the rest of humanity is us. In their point of view. Anywhere. The phoenix is rising. The phoenix is rising. Say what? The phoenix is rising. The phoenix. Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.